Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. by the Saints for a touchdown! It's your inside pass to everything Saints football. Jimmy Graham brings it down, and that is a touchdown, New Orleans! We'll take you to places most fans never go. To practice, to the sideline, to the locker room, following every twist, turn, and touchdown of the Saints season. That is going to be a touchdown! Taysom Hill! Taysom TD! Welcome to Inside Black and Gold. And that is going to be a touchdown again. And guess who? Mike Thomas. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak. Oh, baby! Week 13 in the books for the Black and Gold. Now we go Inside Black and Gold. Steve Geller, Jeff Nowak. And another tough one. Can't sugarcoat anything, obviously. Dig a hole early. Claw your way back. Come up short. Oh, and kind of lose a quarterback in the process. And although some fans kind of might be happy about that, Jeff. So I had one person respond on Twitter after tweeted like Derek Carr went out of the game and they were like, were the fans cheering because Derek was leaving the game? I'd like to think that they were cheering in terms of like, oh, he got up and walked off. Yay, good, good, good. But I don't know. No, because you're you're right. There was a point in that game anytime – Taysom would come in, and then Carr would come back out. The, the booze would come out when Carr would enter the game again. I've never seen that. I've, I've The only time oh, wow. I've ever seen an individual player get booed is like during a game where someone came back. Like when Anthony Davis came back to New Orleans and he touched – every time he touched the ball, there would be these cascading boos. Or if you go to San Antonio – Greg Popovich will yell at you because you're booing Kawhi Leonard, like that sort of thing. Yeah, right. I have never seen a home crowd boo a specific player for coming on the field. And, you know, part of it is there was a moment to boo him, like so that everyone right. could direct a boo at a specific person. Like you that doesn't happen. Like, normally, you. Right. Well, normally you wouldn't be able to, like, it wouldn't be obvious who you were booing. You would just be kind of booing the team at large. Whereas in this case, you knew exactly what the entire crowd was booing. And I was like, that's wild. Anyway, so we're going to get into this 33-28. As I've always said, if you're going to go down 21 nothing, you might as well do it in the first five minutes of the game. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about all that all that malarkey that went on today. And, you know, I, I, I predicted the Saints would win this game. And the funny thing is the game went pretty similarly to how I thought it was going to go after the first five minutes of the game when the Lions scored 21 of their 33 points. 
Anyway, we'll talk about that. This first segment, we're going to kind of get into takeaways, reactions, that sort of thing. I have a I have a strong belief that this team would be better if Taysom Hill had been the quarterback the whole time, but that's all. We'll get into it. We'll talk about Derek Carr's injury, all that stuff. Second segment, so we're going to do this a little differently. The second segment, we're going to kind of combo it into what, did, what didn't work, what did work, because there's not a lot of things that did work, but there are a few things that are worth mentioning. So I don't want to make that a whole segment. So we'll just kind of combo that in the second segment. The final segment will be a mailbag. So if you're watching, you want to get in the comment, question, tell me I'm dumb, fair game. You know, one person on Twitter was like, Rawr, you said the red zone was the only <laughs> thing that had to be fixed. And if they fixed it, they would never lose a game ever. And I was like, well, it's not really that simple. I don't think that's what I necessarily said. And, you know, I think that the only reason that they had a chance in this game was that they fixed the red zone and they went four for four in the red zone. But, you know, it's never that and there's nuance to this situation. And then someone was like, well, I don't understand why that guy's being so mean to you. You're pretty, I think you're pretty fair. And I was like, it's okay. If people weren't yelling at me on Twitter, I don't know what I would do with myself. I don't know if I would, if I could be at home on that app, if people weren't being mean to me, it's like, it gives me life. It, it fuels me. So do it. I don't mind. I'm like Derek Carr. Do it to do it to me. Don't do it to Steve. He can't handle it. That's why you um, know you're doing well when you got the haters, like Cat Williams says. So yeah, yeah, yeah. If you ain't got no haters, and you ain't popping, right? Right. Exactly. That's what Mike said. And now Mike T is like hating on his own team. I don't know. It's weird. Um, Mike T. Yeah. It's a good thing you finally did deactivate Twitter, but it should have been done long before. This evening's game kicked off, I guess. Let's start with that <laughs> because I don't know about you, but like, you know, it's like, and you could agree with Mike. You could disagree with Mike. I don't even yeah. know what he's necessarily trying to say in certain instances. Like he said, like A.T. Perry was wide open. Then he was like, I'm not throwing shade, but I have <laughs> eyes. And then if your eyes don't work, people get hurt. And it's like, he's tweeting like someone who's not on the team anymore. So does he not plan to come back? Cause it, cause to me, like, that's my takeaway. And like, whether you want to say, well, Mike's right or whatever, I don't even know what Mike is actually trying to say And just, I mean, like you can interpret it how, however you want, but like Mike is very mercurial in the way that he tweets. And I never, I'm going to read anything he says at face value. I'm going to, but either way, like these are tweets of someone who does not sound like he's on the team anymore. So maybe he doesn't. Maybe he thinks he's done for the year. Maybe he is done for the year. I don't know. But either way, that's just not a good look for, I, I don't know. Like, what is that? The the one that I think really stands out, at least for me, is go, the, I'm, I'm going to read when your eyes don't work, you get people hurt. It's no mystery. And it's something that needs to be studied. What's that saying? Is it a rap lyric or is it about the quarterback? Right. Well, that's you know part of the reason I don't ever to jump to conclusions about what Mike is talking about is because maybe he is quoting something. Maybe Drake said that at some point. I don't know, but yeah, it's, it's not a, it, it's not a positive look. And you know, it's, if I'm the team, if I am the coaches and, and the players, it's just like, really? Like, why are you subtweeting your team as they're playing? It's just not a, I, I don't know. It, like it, it sounds very much to me, like a guy who will not be coming back to this team. And so that's kind of my read on it is he feels like his time with the saints is done. And, and the weirdest part is like, this is the same guy who on the same social media app said, thank you, Jesus, right. or thank exactly. God about them signing Derek Carr. And it was his whole, he championed the idea. And now he's the one who's subtweeting his own offense. I, I don't know. It, it's just very much like, 
you know, you get to a stage as a wide receiver and like, you've seen this happen. This is not unusual in like, like Chad Johnson was kind of that way. And like, he like later in his career, it was like, he's very, very much a look at me thing. Right. And Mike has never been a look at me guy in terms oh, of like, right. he's a hard worker. He's going to, you know, and, and then I, I don't know, something's going on. So uh, it's weird. We can we can move on from it. The, I'm not a fan of it, whether he's right or wrong. I'm not I, like, I just think that's a bad look. No, like Mike used to ha- do hashtag shh back in the day. That's what he should be doing. It is funny. And, and that, it's a good segue into, you know, we talked to a lot of the players about, well, did you hear the booze? What did you think of the booze? Uh, booze as in B-O-O-S, not B-O-O-S-E, which is what we're drinking. But all the players were kind of consistent. Like I asked James Hurst. And he was like, yeah, it's kind of white noise. Taste, they asked Taysom Hill. And he was like, yeah, you know, we're kind of in the zone. We're listening to the plays. We got helmets on. We don't hear it. But it all kind of flew in the face of what DA had said like five minutes earlier, which was yeah. basically like, how can you not hear it? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I do think it kind of goes into this bigger picture of like, there is a disconnect going on, even in the messaging. Like, this is not a healthy ecosystem in terms of a franchise, no matter what the coaching staff is going to say, DA is going to, going to act like, Oh, there's some, there's a lot of confidence that we're going to pull out of that because we almost came back from this insurmountable deficit that we created ourselves. But like, you don't get into that type of hole. You don't have a defense come out flat like that. Like the reason that defense turned things around is because they were like, it's still the first quarter. We can't, like, we're not going to get another job if we come out here and, and put this tape on, we have to show some pride. And they did. Like they played, they played prideful that defense in the second half of that game. And, but like you, you look at like, there was, it was lifeless. It was listless in that first three drives of that game. And that includes the, the fun, the turnover uh, on the first play of the saints offense, but it's just not, it's not good. It's not good. And I don't know, you know, like Mickey is going to come out on Tuesday and talk on WWL and say, you know, we have the right people in the building and all this stuff. But it's like, I'd like to think that the management is not, the front office is not watching that game and being like, I see signs. I see it. It's it's building. We're so close. Because it's not. You're not close. You're, if anything, you're getting further away. Like this team is playing worse in week 13 than it was in week five. Yeah. And after it got to 21 nothing, it didn't feel like, I, I give them at least that much credit to have that at least that oomph to fight and and make it a game, but I I did not expect the lines to jump on them like that, and it was just a way too quick of a turn where it was just bing bang boom that the lines came out, drove down the field right away, turnover sucks, short field, they're in the end zone again, and then I think was did the Saints go three and out after that too, and then the lines got again, yes. And, <laughs> yes. And, yes. And, and yeah, it just happened too quickly between the run game and the, the, the inability to ever stop anyone's tight end now is uh, unbelievable. <laughs> it's crazy. It's it's crazy. Um, and we'll talk more about that in the next segment. But, you know, one of the things that's really bizarre is the last time the Saints played the Lions oh. was in 2020. Right. And so. Here, here's here's what I'll say. First drive, the Lions get the ball. Seven plays, 80 yards in three minutes and 45 seconds, touchdown. Next play, first play from scrimmage from the Saints. Interception. 
Uh, Lions get the ball. Three plays, 17 yards. Touchdown. Okay, that was today. That was in 2023. Can I go back to 2020? First possession, eight plays, 77 yards, three minutes and two seconds. Touchdown. First play from scrimmage, Drew Brees. There's an interception. <laughs> Lions, three plays, 18 yards. Touchdown in a minute and 21 seconds. This is... You, Spooky. I don't, I can't think of another NFL game off the top of my head that started this way. I, I cannot genuinely think of another game. The Saints' last two games against the Lions have been a shot for shot remake of how to get down 14 to nothing in less than five minutes. <laughs> like, that's so bizarre. And it's like different players, right? Like that was Matt Stafford on the Lions. It was Drew Brees, Drew Brees, Drew Brees as the quarterback who was in the Superdome today for the Saints, and now it's Jared Goff and Derek Carr. But like that's so weird. <laughs> that's just that doesn't happen. That's totally. I don't. Did you remember that, or you just happened to be looking at the last time they played? Well, I remembered that the Saints. The last time they played, they got down fourteen to nothing, and that was a really weird game. I wasn't there for it. It was a COVID game. Um, Michael Burton tested positive for COVID like on the flight over and it turned out to be a false positive. And so everyone was freaking out that like, cause he was on the plane and that was at that point, if you were in close contact with somebody, you would get dinged. Right. Like remember that game against the, the Panthers where the entire running back room was gone. Remember that game against the Broncos where they lost their entire quarterback room because right. they were close contacts. It was like, we were on the plane with this guy. We're all close contacts. Um, and then it turned out to be a false positive. And then, but everyone was up to like 3 a.m. the night before. And the Saints right. actually came back and won that game 35 29. Traquan Smith had a big game that day. Um, and uh, Alvin Kamara had a big catch on a wheel route. I think that's like the last time he's made a big catch on a wheel route. Um, and it was a great game to watch. It was fun. And, I, and honestly, you know, you watch this game and it was actually a fun game to watch in terms of the way they came back. Right. Um, the problem is you just never Hard felt like they were going to get over the hump the way that they needed to. And the way that they had a chance, a chance to do. And uh, that kind of leads me into our next our next topic, which is Derek Carr is hurt again. Derek Carr has left three games against NFC North opponents with a, a either a shoulder injury, a concussion, or both. <laughs> and that's what he has right now. He has a concussion, or at least he's in the concussion protocol. He has a shoulder injury, which I assume is the same shoulder injury. And you saw him walk off the field. And he looked a lot like Drew Brees when he walked off the field against or for the last time as a quarterback of the charge. And I'm not saying that that Derek Carr has torn his whole rotator cuff, but he walked off the field with his elbow bent, like locked forward, was not moving that at all. And that's not how I saw him walk off the field the first two times. So I do wonder if that injury is more significant. Ouch. than maybe the last time when it was more of the concussion and less of the shoulder injury. But these are very similar injuries, and now he's dealing with a back thing. I don't know what, what how significant that might be, but it's really hard to imagine a scenario where he's playing next week. No, right, right away you would think, yeah, that the bing, bang, boom of injuries for him, it's like even if he's able to clear the protocol – were you talking about his shoulder right there? That doesn't give me a bunch of confidence at all. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Tacovas is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. No, no, when you're talking about 
talking about the shoulder of a quarterback. Like you're yeah. a, you're a quarterback. That's important. Like, I mean, if if you're if your if your shoulder isn't good, uh, you're in trouble. Anyway, you know, and so that kind of leads into it was a kind of a pretty bizarre exchange in the post game with Dennis Allen. He was asked about you know how things went last year with Jameis, who early in the season was dealing with you know pretty crazy injuries, and they made a decision to sit him down. As Cat Terrell, Terrell asking this question, and I'll just let yeah, let's let let's let Da talk. Um, you said you felt like you needed to sit Jameis because entries were piling up. Is there a consideration for doing that with Derek now that he's left three times? I think both of those are totally different situations. Well, they both had. They're both totally different situations. In what regard? Also. They're totally different situations. All right. We're not getting into what we did last year, what we're doing this year. All right. Um, look, Derek's in the concussion protocol right now, so uh, we'll evaluate that as we go. I don't know that. I mean, um, um, he's going in for evaluation on a couple of different things, but he's in the concussion protocol. And look, I didn't mean to shut down your question, but, you know, um, yeah, I mean, look, obviously with injuries, you, you, you certainly got to. Uh, pay attention to that, um, but I'm not getting into the the business of we're going to compare things from one year to the next. What the hell was that? It's a totally different situation. Yeah, I, for one thing, it's not a totally different situation. Da is very sensitive about the decision he made to go to Andy Dalton last year. And you can tell just by the way he reacted to that question, which it's like, we know that you wanted to start Andy Dalton. It's not a mystery here. Like, we all figured it out when you didn't put Jameis back in. Um, But pretending that this is a different situation, what are you doing? What are you saying? That you're going to try to trot Derek Carr back out there hurt because you are that committed to this bit? Like, come on, come on. That can't be the only answer you have for me as Derek Carr is getting torn to shreds week in, week out. Um, It's like, you're not doing him any favors, man. You're not doing him any favors. And, you know, part of me wonders if DA is kind of like relieved that he doesn't have to answer questions about how Jameis went in and saved the game. Like, (laughs) it's, it's really weird. I don't know why they kept him around. Because it's clear that they right. want to use him. It's clear that they don't want to start him. And it's like, like I think that they, it, the, the reason he's here, and this is me, this is pure conjecture by me. Don't take this as me reporting anything. But I think the reason he is here from Jeff. is because the front office was like, hey, it's going to cost us more to cut him than it is to keep him. Is there any way we can just do this for one more year? And he was like, fine. But I mean, are we going to pretend that this is like, like he could have just said, if Derek can't go, we're going to start Jameis. He could have had a perfect opportunity to say, yes, it is the same situation. If our quarterback is unhealthy and cannot play, if he is not in a position where he can play, I'm going to start the backup. Is that that bold of a statement to make? No, he instead went with this bizarre defense Oh, it's a different situation, which it's like, I don't know. It's like, it it just kind of envelops the idea of like, I don't know why Jameis 
decided to stay other than like, because right. it's very clear. There was obviously nobody else suiting him. His future is not as the Saints starting quarterback. And I don't know. Like that was weird to me. Like that was uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't know where Dennis Allen was going with that at all. I was confused as well. And I don't know. Did he misunderstand something or doesn't know, didn't know how to answer right there and just went that direction? The implication that we should compare this to last year and immediately shut it down. Like that's what that was. I don't know. That's weird to me. Um, I, and so, you know, I asked after the game whether, yeah, you know, and this is me put, I think like, this is me putting the cart way ahead of the horse here. Right. But the question to me is like, okay, so if Derek Carr can't go, who's the starter? Are you going to go with Jameis or are you at the point of the season where it makes more sense to just, I don't know, see what you have in a rookie, see what Jay Kaner can do. Not because he gives you a better chance to win and he probably doesn't. He probably gives you a worse chance to win. But at this point, personally, I think the season is over. Like you can say we have this pie in the sky chance to go make the playoffs and great. I don't think it benefits you to pretend that that's the answer. I want to get answers for other positions. I want to see <laughs> what I have in young players. And if you win on the way, great, fantastic. But I am making decisions for next season so I can figure out, is Jake Hayner even a suitable backup? Is he a guy that we can look at and say, great. And, you know, I get it. Jameis Winston is probably the better chance to win the game next week. But you hear that answer and you think this team is like, even considering that maybe he goes out and balls out and he's the starter? No. So, I don't know. I, I kind of look at it like that. Do you imagine that you could see an, uh, an even an increased role for Taysom with Jameis involved? Because I'm curious about that. How much, how much of the split would be? I mean, increased from this week? No, you're, you're right. They, they definitely shut down the whole Taysom stat again. I mean... Yeah, that stat has fallen to pieces, Forget right? Forget it. been shredded. We'll never mention it again. I mean, Taysom Hill had 13 carries for 59 yards. He had average 4.5 yards a carry. He got stoned a few times, but, you know, I think he played pretty well. Uh, one touchdown. Then he had two pass attempts, both incomplete. One was kind of disappointing because he had Chris Olave wide the F open, and he, and he th- underthrew it. And he waited too long. And he also had two catches for 15 yards. So, you know, touches wise, like technically right. you're talking about, you know, 19 touches, you know, 17 touches. That's a, probably a career high. That's a lot for anybody that's not the starting quarterback. Um, so, yeah, I don't know how you could say that he would get an increased role than that. But I do think that that is probably, you know, I think you're going to see closer to that than you know, Minnesota, right? Like, I don't think it's going to go the other way, you know? And, and I, I tweeted this as well and I'm all over the place. I'm just, I'm just flying all over the handle, but I, I, you will, you will not be able to convince me. And like, I've been, I've been pretty fair to Derek Carr. I think like, it's funny because like the second I post a stat, that's like Derek Carr is the worst red zone quarterback in the league. That's like objectively true. And everyone's like, Oh, you just, you know, you're not seeing reason. I'm like, I think I've been, you know, people think say I'm being soft on Derek Carr and Dennis Allen. It's like, no, I'm just trying to be fair. I'm just trying to be reasonable in terms of my expectations and and what's realistic and what's fair to criticize someone for. 
Um, but I think I have been I've been more more than fair <laughs> to some of these people. Um, but the question I have is like, you will not be able to convince me that if you had just gone full time Taysom Hill starting quarterback and invested the Derek Carr money literally anywhere else, right? Go find me a pass rusher. Right, go 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 find me a, a linebacker, right? Go find me whatever, right? Go find me a safety that's under the age of 30, right? Uh, like go, go sign Jesse Bates, right? Like you would have had the money to con- retain Caden Ellis, stuff like that, right? Like if you had just said, hey, Taysom Hill is the guy, you think if five and seven is the bar? You're telling me that you you don't think that he you would not convince me that he could have not gotten you to, I don't know, seven and five with this schedule, right? With the ability to retain Kate Nellis to you know to do whatever you wanted in terms of keeping people around, of course you could have. And at the same time, fans would have been like, you know what? Fine, he's probably not good, and I get it. He's probably not. He's not the next Steve Young. We all accept that. But it would have been an interesting ride, you know. Like it would have been like, hey, let's see. We've we've all rooted for this guy for so long. Give him a chance. What could it hurt? Right. And like, I don't think, you know, if 10 and two was the goal, if nine and three was the goal, yeah, probably not. But if five and seven is the bar and you need to clear that hundred percent Taysom could have done that. And that's the, that's what I think is a kind of a driving force. And like, why this is so frustrating is because you shot high in terms of your expectations for this team this year. And you, you miss that mark so low that it's actually hamstringing you for years and years and years. And you're talking about, do we fire the coach? Do we get rid of the entire coaching staff? Do you retain Derek Carr? You kind of are stuck with him now. And it's like, if you had just kind of committed to, we're going to see what happens with this group. And we're going to give that guy who's been doing all the dirty work a chance. And, you know, maybe Jameis is his backup. And when Taysom Hill inevitably gets hurt, Jason Jameis goes the rest of the way, right? Like there was, there were options there. And instead you chose to go with Derek Carr and it has under delivered so badly that that's why when Derek Carr runs onto the field, you are hearing very specific boos. And it's not even because like, like Derek hasn't been that bad. It's that the promises were so high that he could, he was never going to live up to them. Knowing like after watching the Derek Carr that we have seen, and accept as who he is. And so, yeah, I mean. I think the the bad part, obviously, with him, too, it's he's been bad when you've needed him the most. That's when it's really, when he's really been bad. Other than that, you're right. He hasn't been terrible this season, but he hasn't been great either. <laughs> I mean, I actually thought he played pretty well in, like, the second and third quarters of that game, right? Like, he, he engineered a comeback and, you know, it took a very bizarre fumble. I asked D. Caesar Ruiz, was like, has that ever happened to you in your career? He's played guard, right? He's, he's an interior lineman. He said, no. I asked James Hurst, has that ever happened to you before? And he said, no, I've never seen anything like that. Um, it's a freak accident. That's what they both said. James didn't even know that he was the one who knocked the ball out until he got to the sideline. That's how weird that was. And like I asked him, he was like, "Is that a quarterback thing? Is there something Derek did wrong?" And they both of them said no. Like they said, like he just did his normal. It was just kind of James was six inches from where he might have been otherwise, and Derek maybe was six inches the other direction, and it was just a like a freak thing. When and, shit's not going your way, that's just yeah. that's how it goes, right? When it rains, it pours, kind of thing, right? And right, you know, it's just funny because like I I was just just like 
just tell like does is that a thing that happens and they were both like no <laughs> like genuinely don't know <laughs> how that happens um but yeah it's it's a whole thing and the segment has gone kind of long and we could probably move on um but yeah this if 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 it's not easy to tell by my by my uh general state of mind this has been a very very frustrating season to i'm sure watch and it has been just as frustrating to cover. And for me personally, it's like, I do try to be fair. And, and, I, and like, that's part of the reason people say I'm soft on, on the players and the coaches is like, no, because if you like, there's people who have been calling for Dennis Allen to be fired since like week six of last season, right? Like you have to give things a chance to develop. And that's, and it's like, but you, you're at a point now where it's like, you've watched it. How long do you allow this to continue? And, um, I'm kind of at a point now where, you know, I think you do. I don't think you fire anyone midseason. I just still, again, I've said this all year. I don't see how that benefits you right now, but I just, I don't know how you watch that and, and come away thinking like, yeah, this, this, this is headed in the right direction. No, sadly we had the quarterback change and we haven't seen really much of a difference from last season's offense. It's, it's been the same old same and. Uh, I guess you could even argue it's it's taken a step backwards even. I agree. I agree. That's a good kind of jumping off point and we get into the next segment. Uh, this is Inside Black and Gold. I'm Jeff Nowak. He's Steve Geller. We're going to come back. We're going to talk what did, didn't work, what did work. Steve's going to refill his bourbon and, and we'll dive into it. It'll be a little shorter segment and then we'll get into a quick mailbag on the back end. Thanks everyone for being here. As always, I'm Jeff Nowak. He is Steve Geller. You can follow me at Jeff underscore Nowak. He's at Steve Geller WWL. And you can follow the show at Saints underscore pod. Again, inside black and gold. Stick around. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. 
And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.